with EMP, it was so funny. I always tell my clients now, like, if you don't notice anything in three months, like, it's probably not working for you. And, you know, give it a solid three months, be consistent, and then check in with yourself. Like, have you noticed any difference? Um, And with EMP, it was, like, very quick. It was, like, a month. And the light bulb moment for me was sitting in class, and the teacher asked a question. It's so funny that I remember it so specifically, but the teacher asked a question and I could recall exactly the conversation we had the, the week before. And that ability to like recall past information in class when normally that's not something that I can do so well. I take a ton of notes for that specific reason, but I wasn't even taking notes. I was just listening. And all of a sudden when they asked a question, I could recall those past conversations. I, I knew exactly what I was talking about. It was very clear, very precise. And I was like, holy shit, this is an amazing supplement. Greetings, hello, good day, wherever you are in this wonderful wild world. Thanks for joining True Hope Podcast, the official podcast of True Hope Canada. Today, we welcome clinical holistic nutritionist Brooklyn Belanger to the show. Brooklyn has a passion for the food-mood connection as well as the science of digestion and health. Brooklyn believes that our diets and digestion are the key to a life without chronic disease and discomfort. And today, we're going to be discussing Brooklyn's personal and professional experience and use of Empower Plus. Enjoy the show. All right. Hi, Brooklyn. Welcome to the show. (laughs) How you doing? Good. Sorry, I was daydreaming. That's fine. No, looking at this beautiful window into the park, it's uh, it's a daydreamy type of environment. It is. You're well? I'm very well. Welcome to the show. We're happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey into the wonderful world of natural health? Because everyone's everyone's got a story. It's personal. Mm -hmm. It's different. But it all leads us to the same kind of holistic goal, I suppose. So why don't you tell us about that? All right. So... For me, I feel like it started or the root of why I got into holistic health was I think it's a very common story of people's but having my own health issues. So having a lot of digestive issues, wondering why they were happening and a naturopath told me when I was like 16, I think, that I should try cutting out gluten. You went to a naturopath when you were 16? I worked at a clinic that had a naturopath. And the naturopath that worked there was like, oh, well, you should try cutting out gluten. See what it does for you. Or wait, hold on. I wasn't 16. I was probably 18. Okay. Yeah. You were a young lady. Because it was after high school. I was not in high school. It was after high school. And so I was like, okay, that sounds weird. At that time, that really wasn't something people often did, believe it or not. So that's, I'm aging myself there, but that's 12 years ago. Okay. And... So I did, I cut it out and I had such a great experience. I felt so much better. I did quickly or was it pretty quickly? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And just the, the fact that a simple dietary change made such a big difference, just fascinated me. And anyone who knows me knows that if I'm not interested in something or fascinated by it, I pretty much don't give a shit at all. Okay. And I did not know what I would go to school for. I didn't know if I would go to school because of that reason, because nothing really interests me. And in that moment, I did go traveling a bit after that. But in that moment, I was like, okay, so food, what food does in the body, how it affects us is at this point the most fascinating thing in the world to me. So I think I'm going to go to school for that. That's really cool. Yeah. Quick question. 
what did the naturopath hear you say? Because you're obviously having a conversation with, yeah. with, with the naturopath at the clinic mm-hmm. in passing, I suppose. Like, yeah. What, what was going on for you that, that gluten had such an impact so quickly? Honestly, it was a lot of just digestive issues like gas, bloating, pain when I ate and irregular bowel movements like I call them that now. But at the time, I probably wasn't speaking of that. But I just we worked together at the clinic and in the staff room and a couple times he would I just mentioned like, oh, I'm getting really bloated after I eat. I get a lot of painful gas. So not just like passing gas, but stuck Mm -hmm. gas. And how long had you? experience those symptoms because a lot of people put up with those symptoms for years yeah i can't and think it's normal and then don't talk about it because we're talking about gas and poo and stuff right Mm -hmm. people don't really want to talk about that totally Um, so a lot of people experience those things for a long time before they even decide to even do anything about it and usually they go to a medical doctor first of all but you're so lucky and fortunate that you happen to be working in a naturopathic clinic definitely yeah, I I don't, I probably had been experiencing it for a long time. Mind you, I was young. My life was crazy. There was a lot of other factors. <laughs> I partied a, like a fair amount. Okay. I was traveling. I was like, yeah. So there was probably a lot of other things. But you that were being was the 18. first. I was being eighteen. That was the first time I was told that something to do with my diet could potentially play a part in okay. what I was experiencing. And then you got into studying nutrition no so then i traveled for a bit and it was actually my friend carly who is my best friend one of my best friends and she started looking up pacific rim and was like oh i think i'm gonna go to school for this herbal program this phytotherapy program and i was like at the time i had already had that experience where i figured out that food was so fascinating to me and that i wanted to do something in that realm and so when i looked at pacific rim i saw they had the nutrition program and was instantly like oh my god this is amazing i looked into the program i had actually already done a course in ayurveda and had loved it like had fallen so in love was like hooked on it it just furthered furthered my like desire to learn more in that realm of knowledge and so when I looked up and saw the nutrition program, I inst- like applied right away and was like, this is what I want to do. Because I truly mean it like I, at that point, I was lucky that I had parents that encouraged me to go traveling and do that kind of thing. But I was like, I don't know if it's not going to be food or nutrition or something to do with that. I just don't know if I'll end up back in school. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have a similar experience in regards to looking at the curriculum of the nutrition program at PRC mm-hmm. on their website, just on their website, not talking to yeah. somebody about it. Yeah. Just how comprehensive and extensive it was and how it, it, it dived and dipped into so many different aspects. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I was looking at that on a website from Sweden <laughs> and that brought me over. So, you know, you were down the road. So that's awesome. Oh, totally. It was, I, I was absolutely, I'd already done the six month course in Ayurveda. So I was like, when I looked it up, it was like, in my mind, I was either going to further my education in Ayurveda, but the fact that PRC's curriculum had such an extensive portion of Ayurveda and Chinese medicine and biomedical sciences and nutrient therapeutics, I just was like, this is perfect. And I wanted to do something. I always laughed because I kind of felt like in a in a field where it's so diverse, the level of knowledge that people can have, I knew that about nutrition and I kind of felt like oh, if I'm going to learn about nutrition, I want to learn the most and I want to know the most of all the options around me. So the one-year courses that were out there weren't appealing. My 
maybe that's so like the, many of those as well right so many and it was the competitive side of me that's like no if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do the best program out there i'm gonna do the longest one i want to be the most knowledgeable and i actually at the time of kind of was really interested in naturopathic medicine too but what veered me towards prc instead was that it was like instead of four years learning a bunch of different modalities i got to spend three and a half three years purely focused on nutrition yeah that's really cool now i I can't, we've, we've spoken about PRC on this show so mm-hmm. many different times and had different practitioners from that school. And yeah, without question, my life really didn't start until I really started to study nutrition. And, and I really wanted to go to a, a campus mm-hmm. in a school Definitely. and be able to communicate with the, with the faculty day in and day out and ask questions. Yeah. Learning online or from distance just really wasn't for me. I'm, I'm sure it works for a lot of people, really convenient, but just didn't really appeal to me. Yeah. Because as you say, there's so many of these courses you could do online and after six months, 12 months, you could be like a, a, a nutritional health coach or something. Yeah. It just wasn't enough no. for me and those individuals who do do those courses do wonderful things. There's no doubt about it because even just learning a little bit more than what most people do when it comes to nutrition, passing that advice on and mm-hmm. giving them like plans and things and keeping them, active on them can do absolute wonders for people's nutrition as you say like you you took gluten out one simple thing yeah and it, it did change the course of your life just like that, that one yeah pretty much that one little protein changed you planted a seed planted a seed <laughs> i like it um how was your experience at prc three years yeah i feel like it's three three and a half when you look at like you're doing that final summer kind of thing you start in september and it was amazing i people always like I have a lot of friends that are in school or are just getting through school and they're always like, oh, you know, like I'm still in school. I loved going to PRC. Like I loved it every single day. I feel like I was so involved and so engaged because it was something I was passionate about that I truly enjoyed it. Absolutely. It was hard. I was pregnant my entire third year. I want to talk about that soon. Yeah. And so it was difficult, but I, the fact that I enjoyed every detail of what I was learning, like my favorite courses were biochem and the ones that everyone hated. <laughs> and I found them just so fascinating. So I really enjoyed it. I loved it. I miss it all the time, actually. Yeah. I'm always like still, it's I a did. a special spot. Oh yeah. And is. I did half the, I did a year of the phytotherapy diploma. And nowadays I'm always like, mm, I just miss it so much that I contemplate going back, but it's, it's a wonderful school. Tell us about, cause one of my like primary memories of the three years that I was there or two and a half years that I was there was that last semester, your last semester primarily, cause you were like so unbelievably pregnant at the oh, time. Yeah. And the, I remember a conversation between you and, uh, Kerry Watkins, mm-hmm. Dr. Kerry Watkins, a naturopathic doctor, um, and teacher at the school and how, she was so wonderful in regards to keep talking to you about how, don't worry about it, Brooklyn. We're going to get through this. It's going to be totally fine. You can oh, do yeah. it. And how supportive she was. I remember that conversation you guys had really, really, really well. Yeah. And because you were in a bit of a, a place, I can only imagine it. Like, you know, you're <laughs> seven, eight and nine months pregnant trying to finish like a three-year in-depth program. Like that's, that's, I actually used that as motivation in my head that I can do a lot of things because Brooklyn did that. <laughs> That's just like, it's, it's champion style stuff. It was crazy. I remember like Carrie was literally one of the first people I told because I found out panicked. I just spent what, what's PRC by the end, like 40 grand at least 
Yeah, it's like five, six with grand a semester. everything else, yeah. plus like whatever. So you accumulate about this, like the whole of the school is 40 grand at least. And so I knew I was going into my third year. I knew that that's the expense I had put forward, all the effort I had put forward. And when I found out I was pregnant, I really knew that I was like, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to have a baby, but I was so freaked out that it was going to make my entire schooling a waste. So Carrie was one of the first people I went to and I was like, is this like, is this the stupidest thing that I could ever do in my How life? How pregnant were you when you told her? New. Okay. Like I had just found out and I was like, I'm pregnant. What the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> is this going to be like, am I throwing away all of my dreams? Because I knew, I know people very, very from either side, but I've always known I really want to be a mom, but I really want to be a very successful person in business and I want to be a business person. So I was like in that moment, fighting whether I'd be throwing away my business dreams to become a parent. And she was like, oh my God, no. Like this, if anything, this is going to just clarify your path in business. Like having a kid is going to just, it's basically going to hone you in on specific niches versus just like wipe away all your, all your, and she, at PRC, we work very closely with those teachers for like the whole time. So she knew me, she was like, you're going to do so great this is not over. Basically, exactly that. She's like, you can do both. Basically, the assurance that I could do both. And then the second conversation was, but you're I, probably one of the ones you're talking about when it was like, we were coming up to finals. And I was like, I can't remember where my socks are. Like, how the hell am I going to do these finals? Like, my, the baby brain was so real. Like, a week prior, I had decided to make these, like, superfood chocolate chip cookies. And I had, like, pulled out everything from the cupboards basically made them put them in a pan put them in the oven and then at some point that that evening i turned off the oven just thinking oh the oven's on i'm just going to turn it off and three days later i opened the oven to cook something and found the cookies in it i hadn't even registered that i had baked cookies made cookies i hadn't even realized i had forgotten about the cookies so i was panicking about finals and she was like (laughs) Yeah, being involved in two pregnancies, I, I, it's a it's a seriously real thing. Oh my god, it's crazy! So I was very scared because I knew I knew what I was talking about, and I really knew I knew my stuff. Like I said, I was so engaged in class that I knew it because I loved it all so much. But I was so scared that I would forget the words in the finals. And at PRC, a lot of the questions are like you have to write big paragraphs. Like they're not asking you like A or B. You're like using your critical thinking explanations for sure explanations and so i was scared that i wouldn't know the words to things and carrie was like brooklyn if at any point you feel like you don't know the word just move off to the side of the paper or bring a piece of paper with you and describe what you're trying to get across (laughs) draw a picture yeah draw a picture describe what you're trying to get across and i will know whether you know the answer or not don't worry it's gonna be okay we're gonna get through this exactly what you said and it was like Okay, I can do this. And all the teachers were on board. I feel like all the teachers were rooting for me. Yeah. There was only Special one other place. person that was really pregnant when it was, um, when I was. And okay. I feel like the teachers were very, very, they Yeah, were when very you've got kind. that kind of smaller environment and maybe classroom, classes of maybe like 10 to 20 people, like the, the, the teachers have got the ability to take that extra special care. They were so, yeah. like, I know that it would never have been that way in another school. Like, And that school is going to attract a certain type of educator mm-hmm. and that's exactly who you need in that yeah. type of situation i was very lucky to have everyone <laughs> tell us about your experience with true hope then when did you first hear about them actually i fr- 
I feel like through Maureen potentially or through... Yeah, Maureen Fontaine. Yeah, yeah, she did it, a lot of work with True Hope in the past. It was a supplement that came up in class. And so, or yeah, somehow, I honestly can't remember the exact method of how it came up, but I decided to try it. And I had struggled on and off through all of my time at PRC with depression and anxiety and mental health issues. They kind of arose in 2013. So it would have been like right as I start to go, start to started to go to Pacific Rim. And I think that anyone can say when you are diving into the natural health world, you have to heal. You end up healing yourself whether you want to or not. So all of your garbage just comes to the surface. And a lot of my garbage was a lot of mental health issues. So EMP came up as like a supplement that can address those things, but also just like a great quality supplement. And it was recommended to me. So I was like, sure, I love supplements. I stand behind them, the good ones, really, 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 really well. And with EMP, it was so funny. I always tell my clients now, like, if you don't notice anything in three months, like it's probably not working for you. And you know, give it a solid three months, be consistent, and then check in with yourself. Like, have you noticed any difference? Um, and with EMP, it was like very quick. It was like a month. And the light bulb moment for me was sitting in class and the teacher asked a question. It's so funny that I remember it so specifically, but the teacher asked a question and I could recall exactly the conversation we had the, the week before. And that ability to like recall past information. Wow in class when normally that's not something that I can do so well. I take a ton of notes for that specific reason, but I wasn't even taking notes. I was just listening. And all of a sudden when they asked a question, I could recall those past conversations. I, I knew exactly what I was talking about. It was very clear, very precise. And I was like, holy that, shit, that's this really is an cool. amazing supplement. And then I decided to like study the ingredients. And I remember drawing out a like a brain map of EMP and like of the brain, the cofactors, minerals, vitamins, basically this like brain web of what the brain needs right. and sitting there and like comparing it to the label on EMP and being like, holy shit, like this supplement is literally just a super multi for the brain specifically. Yeah. Like it has all of it. I was just so impressed and I was like, no wonder I feel amazing. Yeah, it has everything and in very, very specific forms yeah. as well because you can you, know, you can look at the bottle if you are unfamiliar with like supplements and and what the brain actually needs and just think okay yeah, it's just a just a broad spectrum multivitamin like all the mm-hmm. other ones on the shelf but the fact that the way it's processed and the way it's super bioavailable to just yeah. uptake right away is why people like i would say like a mu- feeling it after a month i wouldn't call that quick because some people like in days yeah significantly recognize their brain function just it- changed massively yeah, it was amazing. I felt it first and then I feel like a lot of times the process to get to know a supplement is like you research it first, you look at what it has, you get semi-convinced based on the label and then you try it and that's the final test. With EMP, it was like I tried it, was like, holy shit, something just happened that normally doesn't. Now I'm going to look into it and then I I fully understood by looking at the label and the amounts and the forms that things came in why that it why it was having such an insane effect that's that's just a, that's just a testament to how good the product is because usually like as you said i would do the same thing because i would need to have the knowledge that okay this product mm-hmm. is well manufactured yeah it is at, it's actually the, the what's in the capsule or whatever whatever's in there is actually in there mm-hmm. and it's well researched i need that to actually convince my brain to take it and that kind of like placebo understanding is an important part of like the effect I'm, I'm looking for mm-hmm. 
So to not have that going into this product, yeah, that's really that's really something because you're going there with a, with, a, with a blank page and you're not sure like what's going on. Yeah, and that sort of was my first experience like that with supplements, honestly. Like, because obviously in PRC, I was getting into the world of supplements. Before that, I never, I didn't take any consistently enough for them to have any effect. Yeah. And that was my first experience with a supplement that was so positive and that it kind of, formed my baseline moving forward it's part of the reason why i tell people like feel something and if you don't feel anything and it's been three months unless it's one of those supplements that is doing its job physiologically that you're not meant to feel any like you know there's tons of supplements that do that where you're not meant to feel something but with something like that i think you should expect to feel something and so it was like yeah it just created this foundation for me moving forward with my clients with myself which is which is great so have you recommended this to clients? Anyone, any any indi- like Definitely. specific type of individuals? I recommended it a lot actually in PRC for sure. And since just with in anybody. A, in the clinic? Yeah, okay. in the clinic. And then since in my clinic as well, just with anybody having any of those symptoms, like basically people having any like lack of memory, any mental health things just as a support system in general, um, brain fog, I remember talking about it for pregnant, like I remember digging in and asking if it was safe for pregnancy and because it's like a lot of those symptoms that people have in pregnancy are like just the, the feelings of like, where has my brain gone? I feel like it's just not there. The brain fog that we spoke about. And it makes so sense. It makes a lot of sense that that brain fog would happen during pregnancy, considering that every single possible resource that you have inside of your body is going towards creating this human totally so you would need to supplement you need to supplement exactly that's where the word comes from right it's like especially in a time of pregnancy like what how can you top yourself up Mm because most times the baby's gonna be fine because it's gonna leach everything from you it's not a question of are your supplements for your baby it's like your supplements are actually for the leftover human (laughs) that's there at the end when you built this other one but i have recommended it many times and for people from mental health issues to people just wanting better brain function, like I said, it really, when it comes down to it, it's it's just an, it's a good multivitamin, in my mind, specifically for brain health. Before you started studying at PRC or even during it, was there a time where you just thought that you could just get everything from food? Because I had that. I, mm-hmm. When I went into studying, I thought... I don't need, you need supplements if you're unhealthy or if you have a deficiency or something, right? Yeah. And I assume that you could just get everything from having a really good diet. Did you have a similar thought? Absolutely. Did that change? I think there's still peop- a lot of professionals that I respect that have that opinion today even. I, it absolutely changed. I don't agree with that. <laughs> Tell us about it. I just think that, sure, if you want to live, you can get everything you want from food. If you want to be alive, if you want to be generally healthy, if you're not dealing with any dis-ease or any areas of deficiency, you can... It's a crow. Oh my God, it scared me. It's not a pterodactyl, <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> Freaked me out. Um, so if you're not dealing with any deficiencies or you're not you know, dealing with disease and you just want to exist and feel okay, then you can, and you, and then in turn, you eat all organic, amazing food, then potentially like you can get everything you need from food. But I think the biggest lesson I learned in Pacific Rim and through studying nutrition now for years and through seeing hundreds of people in clinical is that there's the optimal human and then there's the 
average person. And the average is who you should be talking about, who you should be assessing, who you should be treating. So when you look at like the prime example for you to get everything from food, the majority of people aren't doing that. So then in turn, the majority of people would need to supplement. So is it possible? Potentially, if you're doing everything right, if you're like living on a farm and you're getting your own meats and you're growing your own food and you know what the soil composition looks like. Yeah, but I'd say that most people aren't doing that. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people don't recognize how damaging to the body and depleting it is just living. Mm-hmm. And our how, world's different than how, it was. Exactly. Our world is completely unprecedented in regards to the external stresses, whether that's work or family or electricity mm-hmm. or you know there's so many different factors that can contribute to your body becoming depleted in certain minerals antioxidants yeah. vitamins you know whatever whatever that is and just being able to just very easily supplement that area on a daily basis to keep you up it's just a really easy wonderful way especially if you're choosing the right products and the right brand right well yeah and alongside that a couple of things to note is that Yeah, number one, our world has changed, so it's harder to get those things, and then we're also dealing with a bunch of external factors that we can't control. Mm -hmm. So supplements and diet, in a a sense, are what I call our controlled factors. So we have the uncontrolled factors and then our controlled factors. And so a lot of people don't realize how much they can't control that's coming in through the food that they eat, through the air that they breathe, through the products in their home, everything. So supplements and diet are, are that small percentage that you can control, and then to take it even further, it's like so many people are living their day-to-day life with symptoms that they consider just normal that aren't. So when I say, do you have a deficiency? Are you dealing with disease? I think people's mind goes to like, oh, do I have a diagnosis or am I bleeding or am I like, can't get up? But it's like, no, actually there's a lot of symptoms and disease that show up in ways that most people are experiencing right now, where I would then find supplements necessary. Yeah, and we see people all over the place who are just like they're just chronically like dehydrated or yeah. they are significantly <laughs> low in like iodine, for example, which is really difficult to get in the diet. And you've got recommended guidelines, which are really, really low anyway. Mm-hmm. And then our medical doctors aren't up to speed when it comes to what we really need to be consuming mm-hmm. and and how that can, you know, if we're low in those things, how that can manifest as disease, for example. Yeah we're not quite educated enough in regards to that and it can be difficult yeah. it can be really difficult from i think just looking at our soil and, and and the fact that we this for me this is a big one is that we love to like habitually eat kind of the same foods like we'll go to the shop i do this so go to the go to the market and buy the same stuff all the time mm-hmm. so we're limiting ourselves to maybe i don't know 50 different types of food a year and traditionally, we would have had hundreds and maybe arguably thousands of different foods, which feeds different bacteria and yep. gives us this beautiful blend of different molecules that we really need to, to thrive. But we kind of like, because we can just have everything, like 24-7 literally, we we narrow down and just grab the things that, that we like. And it's usually... It's really like, yeah, it's usually a convenient small list of things that, that we go for. Yep. And it's difficult to get everything from, from that type of a minimal list. Absolutely. It, we've lost so much diver- food diversity. Um, and yeah, it's like people are making those habitual decisions based on like the number one, number two barriers, which is time and 
effort, energy. So many people don't have the energy or the time to do better or to make better decisions because it takes education. It takes learning more. It takes effort that a lot of people, yeah, which a lot of people aren't really willing to do. And like, that was my biggest issue with, that's why I literally don't (laughs) do clinical anymore. (laughs) Unfortunately, I saw hundreds of people and so many people, I wasn't even getting to talk about D to Z of like what I wanted to do with somebody because A, B, and C, like hydration, food consistency, and like movement would, were never even, never even done. So you might as well not go over to G if you don't have those foundations. And that's what I noticed is like, I don't know if you noticed this, but in clinical, I was never, ever, ever like very rarely getting to those specific things. I was like, always like, okay, can we just get these foundations down? Because the majority of the population isn't even doing the basic foundations for optimal health. Yeah, I, in my nutritional experience, I probably had a handful of clients where I've been able to get to that Z place. Mm-hmm. And it's usually because they were experiencing something so bad that they're coming to see like an alternative natural practitioner was because they've they've got no more trust in the conventional model. It's got no more answers for them, right? So they try mm-hmm. and look somewhere else. And with that, motivation they have to try something different otherwise you know they're going to get really yeah. really sick yeah. that's what helps people get through that a to d totally and then once they really commit to hydration maybe not drinking five coffees a day not drinking four, four beers a day mm-hmm. and then they rec- recognize like very very quickly just it's not even adding things it's more just taking some taking the things out is usually what makes people like you know lose the weight a little bit and feel a little bit better reduce the, you know the fatigue goes away and mm-hmm. then people really um super invested in you because they've really like done that really hard work for a couple of months and then then you then you can get to like the really like it's amazing specific stuff yeah it's really cool super rare unfortunately (laughs) because yeah people are just like so comfortable with their own habitual things and but it's amazing i honestly one of my last clients that i saw uh this spring was one of those clients and it was it was so incredible it like reminded me why i do love clinical in those circumstances so much because you totally she always like every time I see her she's like I could just mouth kiss you I love you so much and I'm like it wasn't me it was you like it was but in a sense like all it takes to have that type of experience is the same dedication from both the practitioner and the person yeah and it's super rare to find that practitioner I think I mean there's some amazing people out there for sure but having that that like synergy and that like therapeutic relationship mm-hmm. is really really important and that has to be established like really quickly like that trust yeah i think there should be like i know that i was having like an interview process where i was literally screening people before taking them on yeah and i think it should go both ways i think people should screen the heck out of their practitioner before investing money because like you know we're not nat- we're not covered across the board we, we have some coverage but not across the board and so it is an investment and i jacked my prices up to be like the right people who are invested will pay more and then that's another part of the screening process yeah and then i know by the time i'm getting to that point of like one-on-one visits hopefully i've gotten enough of the screening process done that it's going to be two invested people and magic happens with those a b and c and then you get to take it to the end yeah you've got to have that like preliminary yeah. like free call or whatever it is Mm -hmm. to just make sure that you guys are a right fit because it doesn't matter what you recommend it doesn't matter like how 
committed they are in the beginning mm-hmm. if they're not into you it's just not gonna it's not gonna work out well no unfortunately <laughs> crows back um how important is it to use the right type of supplements because the industry isn't as regulated yet like pharmaceuticals and there are some great great brands out there that do good stuff mm-hmm. but in my experience there are more worse brands out there mm-hmm. what's your experience like when if you if you were going to look for a product for yourself what do you what's your what's your you know what do you do you go to costco <laughs> where no. do you go um so it's a couple different things like when you bring up this question it brings me to a couple different places which is supplements can be amazing but the digestive system has to be functioning properly first and so if somebody comes to me and they're having diarrhea every day severe gas and bloating it's rare that I'm going to bring in a supplement right away like I want to see their digestive system improve to the point where I know they're going to if it's capsule form break it down you know what I mean and it like so I always want to check digestion and then you go to the side of supplements and absolutely there are more I do believe there's more shit ones out there than good ones and when it's when it comes down to me like researching a supplement and finding out whether I feel like I'm going to use it like third-party testing is always huge. So like does the company get third-party testing so that it's not just them saying this works, this is amazing, here's all our trials or whatever. Like, But if they've gotten a third-party company to come in and say, yeah, yes, this ingredient list checks out because believe it or not, so many supplements have something on the label and that's not what's in it or it's right. got like minute amounts of what's in it. Um, and then a bunch of fillers. So like a lot of people don't even look at the non-medicinal ingredients as well, which is something I'm always looking at. And mm-hmm. if the non-medicinal ingredients is like more than a couple of things, I'm super skeptical. Yeah. Because look at how tiny a little thing is. Like if, if it's got 11 <laughs> non-medicinal ingredients, how is it going to have any medicinal ingredients mm-hmm. in it? And if it does have them, how small of the amounts are they going to be? Um, the other thing is ingredient list in general so medicinal ingredient list as well like i think that when it comes to supplements often so often companies cram so many things into one supplement and then it's not a therapeutic amount of anything it's just trying to just jam everything it's a tiny amount of everything and so the one thing i get asked about all the time funnily enough is greens powders like still to this day people are always like can you check out this greens powder what do you think and i'm like does it have more than eight greens in it like well yeah it has like 70 and some berries and some flowers (laughs) and some herbs and i'm like then don't take it it's not a therapy in my mind like i want potent therapeutic amounts of certain things and if you need to take a couple things to get therapeutic amounts of those things yeah because we know we know why compounds are healthy right because they've been studied and researched so if you're going to chuck like 70 things in there yeah there's no way they've done the research to look at all those things and how they work together and then you know what they do for the body it's just like not possible but if you're working with like one to five different like greens Mm -hmm. you know we know a little bit more about that well you also know you're getting the so if you look up one of those greens chlorella and what its therapeutic actions are and like what it does if you take it consistently and then you make chlorella one percent of a supplement, yeah. do you think you're ever getting 
the amount that you'd need to have a therapeutic action from it? In my mind, no. It's like less is more and consistency is key. So when supplements have 100 ingredients, I'm very weary of whether they're going to do anything. It's like, wow, actually those supplements, those that list of things is great, but they're all going to be in such tiny amounts. And you know, you're consuming that capsule or that, that tablet mm-hmm. and then that all those ingredients have to like break down and disperse exactly what what is your digestive system focus on you want it to be focusing on the those primary those primary healing herbs or antioxidants or vitamins but it has to deal with so much Mm -hmm. that it's really questionable in regards to what you're actually going to absorb and what you're just going to just pass through totally and so that's like yeah the amount of medicinal and non-medicinal ingredients are both things i look at immediately um the synergy of the supplement so like what you said like some things are great on their own like i just said and some things need other things in order to work and be optimized so like when it comes to b vitamins like looking at a good b complex that has enough amounts of all of them because we know that they work together way better than they do alone yeah and the amount of times i have people come to me and say like oh i'm just taking this b vitamin not realizing like that works way better in a complex so the synergy of supplements and with EMP, that was a big one. It was like it had the cofactors, the vitamins, the minerals, the things that were necessary to work together. And so that, in my mind, takes a certain level of education, obviously, to be able to know whether a supplement's best in synergy or on its own. But Yeah, well, the story behind that, how the formulation came around is like, you know, it was, it was built out of like kind of desperation as kind of looking for a, a cure, as it were, mm-hmm. for um, certain individuals and being able to dabble and try those different supplements together and find out what worked, what didn't work. And then, you know, really like try and find that, that one formula. Mm-hmm. And that's been something that we've been doing for over 20 years. So it's, yeah. it's um, really important that those companies out there are doing, doing the right research. And yeah. what's, what's wild is that, you know, we have 36 peer reviewed journals on, on their power plus, mm-hmm. but we're not allowed to like, tell our consumers about that in like the health food stores like because you know you can't say that you can't say a supplement can support or heal or treat or yeah i know do symptoms of, a, of bipolar for example you know that's practicing medicine without a license yeah but we have this research to show that to, 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 if you want to go onto our website and check out the science section you know you can go and see that but mm-hmm. you, you know if you get went into a, a health food store you're not gonna be able to see all of that like evidence right and n- not many companies actually have it's quite expensive to do Mm -hmm. because you'd have to pay for it or you know you've got a very interesting product and then other researchers from universities want to research it and see how it affects different conditions and Mm -hmm. that's that's how that's what what happened with true hope and with empower plus so you can you know for me it's like i'll go straight to because i get the same thing as you a lot of people send me products like what do you think of this Mm -hmm. and i'll just go straight to the website and if i can't find anything about the research or anything that they've done then it's like okay like how do you even know that this is even working? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And that's what leads me to like the final couple stages are, I still firmly believe, even if I look at a label, even if I look at the science, I think it's amazing. If somebody tries it and it's something that should provide a felt difference and they don't, I don't think it's working for them potentially in that time. Yeah. Maybe it's their digestion or it's just not working in their body. And I, I always, like that's my final stage with people is like, okay now we've like gone through the ingredient list we've gone through the science now let's try it out and 
if you're supposed to feel something and three months passes and you don't, then let's switch it up because there might be a better one for you out there. Certainly. Or let's backtrack, work on your digestion, and then you might be utilizing it better. Do you think there'd be a relevance for a product like Empower Plus in today's world? <laughs> yes. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> Definitely. Why do you say yes? I feel like mental health is just more rampant than ever right now. And like giving the brain some comfort, some coziness, some extra nutrients, this like beautiful symbiotic multivitamin that supports it. Like how could that not be relevant with the way that people's mental health and just even yeah. the way that people's brain is right now? I, um, I check out the statistics on people who look at our site mm-hmm. and over the last year, it's just, it just rises every month like oh, ridiculously. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't surprise pe- me at people all. People are just looking for an answer to arguably what's the most stressful anxiety ridden depressed time of our lives right absolutely and like i said even if it's just even if it's just the smallest thing where it's just giving the brain some of those like foundational support mechanisms through the vitamins the minerals the cofactors that are specific to the brain like even if it's just that yeah that's just support right it's just cozying up an area of the body that needs help right now like everyone's suffering or not everyone but many people are suffering right now mentally yeah and we touched on how external factors massively stress stress us out and Mm -hmm. reduce our resources and our ability to feel good yeah and you know like something like like watching the news if you're watching the news every day for the last two two years if you're not anxious or depressed (laughs) i don't know what's going on (laughs) You checked out. Yeah. So yeah, I think turning <laughs> off the news and consuming Empower Plus to make sure that your body's got the fundamental basis of nutrition is a very important factor right now. Yeah. Just to finish up, you've got an interesting new project, Nourish mm-hmm. to Go. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah. So like I said, I kind of veered away from clinical due to like over time through my clinical practice, I realized that there was this like huge gap and sometimes or most of the time it didn't matter if I was empowering people if I was giving them all the resources all the tools they still wouldn't do what I was recommending and it wasn't due to lack of desire it was due to lack of time and lack of energy like yeah basically lack of time is what it comes down to and so people would come to me with all this desire to feel better resolve issues um become their optimal self and I would give them so much of my time and effort and they would be on the other side of that receiving it and yet somehow like at the end at the end point we we would never have them where they were and it was always sort of time getting in the way and a few other things but I figured there just like had to be a better way than sitting in clinic doing my best and not having the results that I wanted for myself or for them it's quite demoralizing right it's so yeah, yeah, it's not a it's good tough. feeling. And it's like you can only care so much about the people that you're seeing. And to see them, f- I don't want to say fail, but to see them fall short and know that it it was like this one barrier always. Know that like if only they had more time, I feel like they'd be crushing it. Yeah, That was constantly put in front of me is like when I when I sat with myself and reflected after clinical it was like time just seems to be the number one thing and I don't think that that's going to change anytime soon okay in fact I want people to have more time because I think we've had this conversation but I want people to have enough time to do what they're meant to be here to do mm-hmm. to put their passion their energy into what that is maybe it's family maybe it's their career maybe it's 
their hobbies, but like imagine a world where everyone's doing and spending their time doing what they want and even spending more time with their family. So I realized I just had to do it for them. Okay. (laughs) I was like, okay, so I have all this clinical knowledge. And like I said, in almost 80% of my clients, I'm going over the same things. Blood sugar balance, lowering inflammation, increasing digestion, the microbiome. It's always the same like one to five things. So I was like, there just has to be a better way to get what I want, which is help more people. So I was like, I have to just cook for them. How can I cook for a large amount of people? So I started with in-home meal prep where it was like, okay, you don't have the time. I totally get it. You still want help nutritionally. I totally get it. So I'm going to come to your house and cook for you. Uh, You pay me this amount of money. We actually go over your dietary needs and I'll come in and provide your food for you for the week. And but then right away, within like two weeks, I was like, oh, shit, this isn't scalable. I can once again, I can only help two, three people a week. Like, that's not what I want. I want to help hundreds of people. And so I was like, how can I do this on a bigger scale? So in September of last year, I started Nourish to Go, which is a holistic nutrition, gluten and dairy free, refined sugar free, health food meal prep service that's on a subscription basis. So when I say that sentence, you hear that sentence, but behind it is so many other things. It's ticking off the check boxes that I was trying to get to with 90% of my clients. So that's time creation right there. Yeah. And it, it's amazing. Like it basically, all of the meals are designed and systematically put together by me with my clinical education. So I know that blood sugar balance is addressed. I know that quality is addressed. I know that food diversity is addressed because it's different menu every single week. So people are eating different foods, different veggies, different ingredients every single week. And I know that consistency is addressed, which those to me are the top things that do not get addressed with clients. Those are the things that cause them to not just excel. Definitely. So I started Nourish to Go and it's a subscription based, which at first I was hesitant to do, but then I realized like, I know consistency is what makes the biggest difference with people. Like if you're consistent with things, like that's the key. It's not how hard you tried or all the fancy stuff. It's like, can you eat well? Can you have those main health factors looked after through your diet on a consistent basis? Mm -hmm. So with the subscription, people sign up and then all they have to do is they get the new menu every Wednesday, they select their meals, and then on Tuesday they pick them up and they're ready to eat. So there's so many other offerings out there like HelloFresh and Good Food Boxes, yeah. which are amazing. But a lot of people don't have time to cook. So they're addressing one area of need with those boxes, whereas okay. like with Nourish to Go, everything's fully ready. It's like a lunch or a dinner that's in a container ready to just heat and enjoy so that you can run out the door, so that you can be with your family, so that you can focus on your passion, so that you can have a podcast, so that you can if do I, all the things. If I lived in Victoria, I'd be all over it. Yeah. Certainly. And it's not just healthy food. It's like medicine in food form. I've put all of my clinical background into every single menu that I make. That's amazing. Where is the, what's the website? How can people get, get some more information about that? Yeah, it is nourishedtogo.ca. So it's N-O-U-R-I-S-H-E-D t-o-g-o dot c-a and the website yeah instagram nourish to go um you can find a lot about nourish to go on my instagram which is nourished by b that's nourished with an ed at the end b-y-b and yeah we we blew up like it's 
we just had our one year anniversary. Congratulations. And it's been massively successful. And I like, I'm not surprised because finally I feel like I found Everyone's a solution. Everyone's looking for it. That's so yeah. good. I'm glad that you were able to find that because yeah, giving people time and nourishment and that's just so, so powerful. And it, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's busy, right? Everyone's and, and cook, busy. Like shopping, cooking, eating, cleaning up. It's just, it's hours a day. Exactly. And, and that's, yeah. this doesn't involve, like, this is why I love it so much is it's not, you don't have to do the cooking. You don't have to do the cleanup. You don't have to do the prep. Like, and yeah, most of the time people still want to eat dinner together with their family, but it's the lunches. Mm-hmm. It's like the fact that I have these busy entrepreneurs who were just going the whole day without eating. These new moms who were just not eating till dinner because yeah. of how busy they were. I have them eating lunch every day. Like that alone, the benefit of that and what people will feel from that alone is so huge. Love it. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for uh, joining me today, Brooklyn. We're going to wrap it up there. Thank you for having me. Of course. It was lots of fun. Yeah, of course, always is. Yeah, we could always talk for hours together. <laughs> um, I'll make sure that all the links to your website and to your social media are connected so people can check that out. Awesome. But thank you again. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. This has been True Hope Podcast, the official podcast of True Hope Canada. We'll see you next week. <laughs>